Steal this sermon number 62. I love prisms and I love nurses. Part one. All of the sermons in season nine will be two parts, one of which is uh, given near the beginning of the service and one of which is given near the end of the service. This is done to keep it within or close to the five-minute span that is ideal for sermons. Think of God, the higher power, as the divine light. Imagine how enormous that power is, so blinding that we humans would be overwhelmed and blinded by its brightness and its intensity. We humans require a filter to look at that light, a little at the time, much as is true of the sun. Just as Italians and Germans can hear the same idea, but only in their own language, so too we humans can find the divine power in different formats and different faiths. We come to know how to hear it on our own frequency, a unique frequency, and in our own language, a personal language. Let me start with a very new age statement of that part of the spectrum that comes through the prism. As we emerge from the chrysalis of earthbound awareness, the illusion of the caterpillar, and begin our exploration of a new reality, we begin to put our feelers out into the infinite potential of spirituality. What a perfect description of the human longing for the divine by every religion. Put out our feelers into the infinite potential of spirituality. That's, that's it. The real division is not between faith, religions, and sects. It is a division between spiritual seekers and those who are married to this realm, who do not see that my kingdom is not of this world, and believe there is nothing beyond the rewards of this world. The seekers all know that a divine light enters into that prism. Their differences come from which narrow ray of the spectrum they come out what they see. All are true. None are the truth. Tell me the source of this writing. God giveth life, then causes you to die. He will assemble you again on the day of resurrection. Of this there is no doubt. Sounds like Paul? Nope. Try the Koran. To argue with another spirituality is the equivalent of two bald men fighting over a comb. It's both pointless and it's demeaning. Believe me, if you saw my head, you'd know that I know. You must follow the path of the light that you can see, while knowing it is not the entire light. I'm going to repeat that. You must follow the path of the light that you can see even while you know it is not the entire light. If you are a Christian, the most basic message of Jesus is, change your life, follow me. There is more to life than you have now. In its earliest years, what we now call Christianity was known simply as the way, not a secret formula or a set of rules, 
but a path, a way to transformation that leads to an abundant life. Whoopi Goldberg, another notable theologian, has said of Christians, I like those folks who stick with the original program. Let me say that again. I like those folks who stick with the original program. That original program in a nutshell is, think different, it's not about you. It's not about rules. It's not about right answers. Who do you say I am? Was our founder's motto after all. The best answers to who Jesus was didn't come from his apostles, but came from a blind guy that he met. When people asked him, so who is this Jesus guy? He says, whether he is a sinner or not, I do not know. One thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. I was blind, but now I see. This is the core truth of every religion. If your faith doesn't help you to see, if it doesn't cause you to seek, you need to change your idea of it, and you need to change it now. So, we humans see many different aspects of the higher power. Since I am most familiar with the bandwidth and language of Christians, let's see what God looks like here. I'll finish here with one image of God. Think of the person that you hate the most. I know you got to sort through a few, but try to come up with the one you hate the most. Got him? Okay. Well, that is Jesus in his least recognizable form, but it is still the big guy. Don't be embarrassed. Even Mary Magdalene and the disciples who knew him and walked with him on the road to Ephesus were fooled by Jesus' appearance. If you could fool people that had spent three years with him, it's easy to fool people like us who've never seen him. So, let's come back to my favorite image of Jesus, not as a guy with incredibly great hair and a beard, but as a nurse. That's how I think of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah.